there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere, and welcome back into the podcast dojo. It is another edition of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller and Danny G, and it is week two of the NFL season as we handicap every game against the spread, and that means we need to strike up the band Benny versus the Penny. Welcome, players. You're welcome. Are you up for more Maller mayhem? It's time now. Benny versus the Penny. Let me just explain to you why we're doing this, okay? It is the everyman gambling show. We keep it simple here. Marginal handicapping on every game against the spread. And I am battling my foe for many years here in an adamant object, a penny. A thing that has no ability to handicap any NFL game, no knowledge of the NFL. And we flip the penny, representing the penny, back for week two, the great Danny G Radio. You survived your first maiden voyage as the penny, Danny. Congratulations. Yes, yes. and I just took the penny out of my gun safe that's in my garage. Yes, it's a lot of crime in L.A. There's catalytic converters and people looking for pennies. Those two things are very popular criminals these days. So we flip the penny. Danny will be the penny. He's flipping the penny, actually. He's got it right. I'm looking at it. And heads and tails, obviously home and road. A tails would be the road team. 
heads the home team, and that's how we do it. So before we get to week number two, we must look back to week number one. How did we do? And if we had a Telestrator, we could show you the graphics, but we're only on an audio platform, so we cannot show you the graphics. But uh, I was very excited. I I was kind of a little wobbly heading into the late television window on Sunday and uh, had a lot of things go my way. A lot of things go my way. And then I won the Sunday night game with Tampa. To me, those balls are all perfect. And the Monday night game, we gave you Seattle plus the points. And so I went, I looked at my record. I was like, well, 10 and six, that's pretty good. 625 winning percentage. You got to be like 53% to make money betting on sports. 53% of your bets, a little more than that because of the juice. So I was at 62%, uh, 620 winning percentage. And then I was like, well, how did the penny do? What are the odds of this happening? The penny also went 10 and six. We, we picked different games. We didn't agree on all the games, but a lot of the games I lost, the penny won. And the games that I won, the penny lost. So it works out 10 and six. So we are squared up. It's like we're starting fresh this week, Danny G. We are mono a mono, belly to belly, eye to eye. Wow. Wow. 10 and 6. Nice. Some of the big headlines here in our little gambling world, there's two themes that stand out like a, a sore thumb to me. All right. First of all, you got to look back and then you got to look ahead. So looking back last week, underdogs of at least five points went seven and two against the spread. So if that seems like some jargon, you're like, what does that mean? Uh, that means you did very well if you just blindly picked underdogs last week, seven and two. That is, in fact, that's the most wins since betting data became available back in 1989. That's how rare that is for week one underdogs to do that well. And that includes four outright winners in which the team that was the underdog won the game. That is tied for the most in the first weekend in the last 30 years that they've been keeping track of this stuff. So some crazy things last week. Now, looking ahead this week, I've got the four by four looking at the card. We've got road favorites, four of them. The Bucks, Patriots, Colts, and Bengals are all favored on the road. And we've got four double-digit favorites. The Rams, the Broncos, the Packers, and the Buffalo Bills in the Monday night game. Beware of the double-digit favorite. If it seems too good, it probably is. I'm not saying you never bet a double-digit favorite, but you got to pick your spots. You got to pick your spots. And so that's really the lesson of all this. And with that being said, on to the games we go. On to, Are you ready? Is the penny ready? LFG. All right. We're going to start out with a good game. A couple of teams that won their opener last week, the early television window, Miami at Baltimore. It's a CBS game. Kevin Harlan and Trent Green at M&T Bank Stadium, home opener for the Ravens. And they opened up a three-and-a-half-point favorite. They're favored by three-and-a-half. Sunny temperatures in the 80s at kickoff. And I am taking my pick, the Dolphins. I'm taking the Dolphins. And I'll tell you what, the Ravens did not impress me. They had a hollow win against the Jets. They allowed 295 yards to Joe Flacco. I know a lot of that was in garbage time, but it's early and already Baltimore's beat up with offensive line issues. Running backs are shorthanded. Lamar Jackson's got Mark Andrews and Rashad Bateman, and that is it in terms of playmakers. History 
is also on the side of the Ravens in this game. So I'm going against history. John Harbaugh is 9-1 and one in the uh, last 10 games against Miami. So he's done very well, the Ravens have, against the Dolphins. But the Dolphins should have success here against a dinged-up Ravens secondary. Marcus Peters, he's already been out. Kyle Fuller, has. they both have ACL injuries. And Tua Tungabailoa on the road. That scares me a little bit here, but this is a different Miami Dolphin team. These aren't your daddy's Dolphins. I like the gumption of rookie coach Mike McDaniel. This game will be a close one. I'm going to take the points and Miami on the road. I've got the Dolphins 27 and the Ravens 26 and the Penny Picks. The Penny has the Dolphins. All right, so we agree on that game, so we're squared up on that. Next up, the Jets at 0-1 at Cleveland. 1-0. 1-0. It is a CBS game. Spiro Didis and Jay Feely have the call. The Browns opened a four-and-a-half point favorite. They're favored by six-and-a-half at First Energy Stadium. And good weather against early in the year. It's September weather. Temperatures in the 80s at kickoff. And a couple of really rancid quarterbacks in this game. But I am going to take the Cleveland Browns. I'm going to lay the six-and-a-half. I bet against the Browns last week. I Lost that. I'm on the Browns this week after watching Joe Flacco play. I was flipping around. I saw some of his performance there. Uh, I have to take advantage of any chance I can get to bet against this guy. He's a lightweight. He's washed up. He's at the end of his career. Don't let a falling star fall on you. And Cleveland's defense is going to absolutely smother Flacco. The Jets just don't have enough playmakers to create chunk plays and bail them out also historically the jets recently have been a great play betting against them in september on the road they're two and eight against the spread and they've been underdogs in just about every one of those games two and eight against the spread last 10 in september the only reason the only reason danny that i'm giving this game pause is because jacoby jacoby Brissett also sucks uh he was close to being benched in the opener, and uh, it was a, a couple of fluky things happened for the Browns to win that game. But I, I'm going with Cleveland. I think Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt alone, that running game will control the game. The Browns' defense will destroy Flacco. And you've got the Brownie the Elf at midfield. So Browns, it's going to be a defensive struggle. Browns 17, Jets 10 the final. And the penny picks. Penny picks the J-E-T-S, suck, suck, suck. All right, so the Penny is taking the Jets. We disagree on that. Next up, Washington, 1-0 at Detroit, 0-1. It's on Fox with Kenny Albert, friend of the radio show, and Jonathan Vilma. And the Lions opened up a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Detroit favored by two on the road. It's going to be mostly cloudy, 74 degrees at kickoff. But this is a dome at Ford Field, so it doesn't really matter just getting into the stadium. And uh, my pick on this game, I'm going with the Lions. I'm taking the Lions here. This is a blue moon game, as in once in a blue moon. 24 consecutive games as an underdog for Detroit. The longest active streak in the NFL. But, ta-da! The Lions are favored in this game. Last time they were favored was way back in November of 2020. Detroit is 8-2 against the spread, their last 10 under Dan Campbell, all those as an underdog. And as advertised, he's got his team playing with some moxie here, scratching and clawing. 
And even though Jared Goff blows, uh, Carson Wentz also blows. He had a good box score game last week, made a couple of big mistakes. You're guaranteed to get at least an interception and a fumble, some combination of two turnovers in this game. Assuming the Lions take advantage of that, this game should be a track meet. I don't think Detroit will stop Washington. I don't imagine Washington slows down with their injury problems on defense that they will slow down Detroit. But I am counting on Carson Wentz to have brain farts, and that will be the difference in this game. I'm taking Detroit, even though they're favored. I'm going against a lot of history here. Lions 37, Commandos 30, and the Penny Picks. And the penny takes the commandos. All right, next up, Indianapolis, the most unsexy record in the NFL. They're tied for the most unsexy record in the NFL. They're 0-0-1. Hate the ties. Why do they still have ties, Danny? Can you explain? You're a longtime NFL fan. Can you explain why they have ties still in the NFL? Because they're retarded. Okay. I didn't even know you could say that, but I agree with you. All right. Uh, Jacksonville is 0-1. It's on CBS, Tom McCarthy and Tiki Barber. The Colts opened a five-and-a-half-point favorite. They are favored by three-and-a-half at TIAA Bankfield in Jacksonville. And the pick is in. I am taking the Jags. I am taking the Jags. Now, a couple of reasons why. Real quick, Indy, people are very excited because they put up 500 yards of offense and they had 33 first downs against the Texans. That doesn't matter to me. The most important stat is how many points they scored. They scored 20. And Matt Ryan, despite all those yards, was choppy for the first three quarters of that game. Now, he went supersonic blowtorch late, and the Colts got a tie, and they would have won the game. Their kicker, who they released, blew it. Uh, But now they play another doormat. And I, I expected Jacksonville to play better last week. I know I'm a glutton for punishment here, taking the Jags back-to-back games. They did have the lead. They melted down against Washington late in that game. Doug Peterson going against his pupil in Philadelphia, Frank Reich. They were together on that Eagles staff that won the Super Bowl. But uh, I just I don't trust the shadow of Matt Ryan and Indy as bad as the Jags have been. I do like home underdogs. And they've really held their own against against the Colts. In fact, Jacksonville, from a gambling standpoint, which is what we're doing here, six one uh, six and one against the spread last seven games uh, versus Frank Reich since he took over. Colts will win the game, but only by a field goal. Indy twenty seven, Jacksonville twenty four. The final. And the penny goes with the Jags. All right. So the penny taking Jacksonville also on that game. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Next up, Tampa Bay at New Orleans. The Bucks 1-0, New Orleans 1-0. It's on Fox. This is the big game on Fox. Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson have the call. The Bucks opened a four-and-a-half-point road favorite and they are favored by two and a half at the Superdome in the Bayou. And we are taking the Poe Boys. We're going to go with the Saints in this game. And let me tell you why. Tampa coming off a made-for-TV win over the Cowboys, a game they only scored 19 points in. Now they play what has become Tom Brady's kryptonite recently. Did you know, since Brady went to the Sunshine State in 2020, Tampa Bay is 0-4 in the regular season against the Saints, and all four of those losses coming by at least nine points. Now, it's different because Sean Payton's gone. Dennis Allen takes over, but the key to this game is inside defensive pressure by New Orleans against Brady. They've been able to do it every time. Brady has not played well in that stadium. Uh, We're counting on these things happening again, and the Saints did not look very good themselves last week against the Falcons. I am worried about Alvin Kamara and his ribs in that situation, but New Orleans is 8-2 and two, their last 10 games against the spread against an opponent after they played on Sunday night. This is also a peekaboo situation for Tampa Bay. They have a showcase matchup with Aaron Rodgers next weekend. So I'm taking New Orleans 26, Tampa Bay 23. The Saints win the game outright. The Bucks are one and one. The Saints will be two and zero. Oh, and the penny picks. Uh, the penny must want Brady and Giselle to reunite. Going with the Bucks. All right. So the Bucks, the pick on that game. Next up, Carolina at the G I A N T S Giants. It's on Fox. Dodger broadcaster Joe Davis and Daryl Moose Johnston have the call on this game. The Giants opened up a two-and-a-half-point favorite. They are favored by two-and-a-half still. Line has stayed the same at MetLife Stadium. And uh, the pick is in. I am taking the Panthers 
in this game. And the logic behind this pick, I'm not sold on the Giants. They played good second half, well, played pretty well in the second half last week against the Titans, but needed an idiot kicker to miss a makeable field goal in order to win that game. Uh, Brian Dable knows what he's doing, and he's he doesn't have loaded talent here. This game ends, by the way, 15 straight as an underdog for the Giants, second longest streak behind the Lions. Giants were 2-10, and 10, uh, 2 of 10 on third down, and they committed eight penalties against the Titans. That normally gets you beat on the road. Also, the G-men are 1-9, their last 10 at home in September. I know that was a different coaching staff. Uh, but I'm taking Baker Mayfield, who flopped in his Carolina debut against Cleveland. The Panthers, they were not able to get Christian McCaffrey going. They obviously need to do that. They should have much more success against the Giants defense. Carolina 5-2 and two on the road in September. The Panthers take advantage of Daniel Jones' turnovers, and they get in the win column as the Panthers win it 24-20 over the Giants. And the penny goes with the Panthers. Okay, so we agree on that game. And moving on, next up on Benny versus the Penny, exclusively on the podcast to begin the NFL season. Stay tuned. Maybe going somewhere else. You never know. New England, 0-1 at Pittsburgh, 1-0. It is on CBS with Ian Eagle and Charles Davis. And the Patriots opened up a one-and-a-half-point road favorite. Patriots favored by two. Mostly cloudy temperatures in the 80s at Acrisure Stadium. That's the new name of the old Heinz Field. Gesundheit. I think we're just going to call it the stadium formerly known as Heinz Field. I think that's what we're going to call it because that's a mouthful. Tastes like a touchdown in your mouth. How dare you. All right. I'm taking the Patriots in this game. The pick is in. I'm going with the Patriots. This is one of those games that pops off the gambling board. You're like, why are the Patriots favored? They lost last week. Pittsburgh won against the defending AFC champions. And both these teams are lacking the wow factor. You think of all those matchups at quarterback, you always had Brady and Roethlisberger for like the better part of the last 20 years. And now it's Mitch Trubisky and Mac Jones. Holy cannoli, does that suck in terms of the quarterbacks. And Mac's going to play in this game. He's got some, some back issues, had back spasms here. So who knows if he'll be able to finish the game. Pittsburgh's coming off that overtime win against the Bengals. The reason the Patriots are favored here is because the Steelers lost TJ Watt. He's out and the defensive player of the year, Gonzo, he's going to miss this game and many more after it. Uh, and I actually, the reason I'm like, I'm liking the Patriots here. I think they're going to be able to move the ball with the running backs, Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson, the Steelers, as good as their defense is the, the weak spot, the kryptonite has been, against the run. Steelers have a weak run defense. The Steelers also have some offensive line issues. So in theory, Bill Belichick, the great defensive maestro, should be able to put some pressure on Trubisky. He's bad when he gets no pressure. And so this is another close game. I think the Patriots win this one. Another field goal special. Patriots 26 and the Steelers 23. The final. And the penny says, let's battle, Holmes. Going with the Steelers. All right. So taking the Steelers as a live home dog, betting on Mike Tomlin. Tomlin, good record as a home underdog. 
And we move on now to the late television window. The Atlanta Falcons 0-1 at the LA Rams 0-1. You see what I did there? When I say LA Rams like that, that is my tribute. Do you know who I'm giving a tribute to? Uh, no. It was it was John Madden's partner on CBS, Pat oh, Summerall. Yeah. That's how Summerall used to say the LA Rams. That's yeah. how he used to say it with like this, this kind of weird uh, way delivery. Anyway, uh, it is on – I'm old, so you probably don't even know who Pat Summerall is. If you're listening to this, you're like – if you're under the age of, what, 40, you probably have no idea who yeah. Pat Summerall is. He died years ago, but he was a legend in TV when I was a kid and a former NFL player. So this game's on Fox. Kevin Kugler and Mark Sanchez – the butt fumble man have the call. The Cougs. Yeah. Uh, Rams opened up a 13 and a half point favorite. They're favored by 10 and a half at SoFi Stadium. Not a dome. Not a dome. Even though it looks like a dome. I've been there. It's got a roof. It's not a dome. Uh, the, the Rams, uh, they have they have openings on both sides. I am taking the Rams in this game. I very rarely take double-digit favorites. But I, I believe the Rams are the right side here. The Rams were smothered by the Bills late in the game. This is their first chance to get that bad taste out of their mouth. Sean McVay has a 640 winning percentage against the spread coming off a loss. Uh, the Rams have a lot of work to do. Uh, Matthew Stafford was shaky, no running game. They'll figure it out, mainly because the opponent is the Falcons, who are bad to the bone. And they had a chance to upset the Saints, but that was a division game last week. Marcus Mariota is is the backup masquerading as a starter. We anticipate a revival for the Rams offense here after that embarrassment. And it, it's just a case where Atlanta will not be able to keep up in this game. Barring some kind of unforeseen injury to the Rams, this has... L.A. in a cakewalk. Rams 34 and the Falcons 17 the final. And the Penny Picks. Penny actually goes your way on this one, taking the Rams. All right. So the Penny living dangerously like I am. Next up, Seattle at San Francisco. It is on Fox with Adam Amin and Mark Schlereth. They have the call. The Niners open up. A eight and a half point favorite. They are favored by 10 in this game as they play their home opener in Santa Clara. And I am taking the Seahawks in this game. Now I'm going against common gambling, uh, a common gambling theory because the, the theory is Seattle shocked the NFL. They won their Super Bowl, beating Russell Wilson and the Broncos. And they'll, they have a quick turnaround against an angry divisional opponent coming off a loss. And so they are going to come out here, Seattle at 1-0, San Francisco at 0-1, at and, and Seattle's going to be flat. Uh, Geno Smith went from an oil painting in the first half to a finger painting in the second half. They still won the game. Jamal Adams has a torn quad. He's out. And this is a classic letdown spot in gambling parlance, but – the great equalizer to me is this Trey Lance. This guy is a bum. And uh, as, as bad as Geno Smith is, I am not convinced. I got to see something from this Trey Lance. I haven't seen it. And that's going to keep this game close. The Niners had a 10, nothing lead in a bad weather game in Chicago. The defense couldn't hold it. Trey Lance has been given a weather mulligan. He's not going to get any alibi this week. Now, the 49ers should win this game rather easily. 
But this is too many points. You can't lay that many points. And, and as a rule of thumb, anytime you get over a touchdown, a touchdown or more in a divisional game, you love taking the points. And so I'm going to follow that, and I'm going to close my eyes on this game and hope that I'm right. Uh, I'll take the 49ers to win, but the Seahawks to win the money in an ugly game for Seattle and San Francisco. 49ers 24, Seahawks 17. And the Penny likes the Seahawks outright. All right, so the Penny going that direction. And uh, we'll move on to the next game. Boy, this is a dog with fleas. Cincinnati 0-1, Dallas 0-1. It's on uh, CBS uh, with uh, Jim Nance and Tony Romo. So this is the big game for CBS. They're sending their A, -A crew to Dallas because the Cowboys get such great ratings at AT&T Stadium. Bengals opened up, or the Cowboys rather, opened up a one-and-a-half-point favorite. But then the Dak Prescott injury happened, and the, the Bengals are favored by seven and a half at this moment. So over a touchdown. And uh, I, this is another one of those games you have to go against the crowd. Everyone seems to think that they're just handing out money with the Bengals, and they're going to win this game easily. It's panic at the disco in Jerry's world. It's Hamlet without the Prince, uh, with Dak Prescott out with that thumb injury. Uh, but I'm going the other way here with Cooper Rush, who they released the Cowboys. I'm taking Dallas here. Cooper Rush was released at the end of training camp. He's the Band-Aid under center. It looks bleak, but there's value with the Cowboys. If there's any kind of pride there in Dallas with Mike McCarthy, they got embarrassed at home by Tampa Bay. This is a chance uh, that nobody thinks they, they're going to win this game. To come out here and nothing pro athletes like more than proving doubters wrong. That's not a reason to bet on a team, but it certainly helps. It's one of those variables you look at. Cowboys have offensive line issues. They've obviously got quarterback issues. But the Bengals, Joe Burrow was not himself in the first half. He had a lot of turnovers. There were special team snafus against Pittsburgh in that game. Cincinnati did end up with 432 yards of offense and 32 first downs against Pittsburgh, but four interceptions and a lost fumble, the great equalizer. I expect this game to be closer than that. Now, Cooper Rush is going to run a rudimentary offense for Dallas, a lot of underneath passing, running the ball, trying to shorten the game and try to win that way. And Micah Parsons in that defense is going to have to create some turnovers. Bengals win the game, but the Cowboys win the money. Bengals 24, Cowboys 17, the final. Penny goes with Burrow in the Bengals. All right. So the Penny going the other way on that. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Benny versus the Penny. Next up, we head to the Mile High City, Houston, 0-0-1, that ugly record. At Denver, 0-1, it is on CBS with Andrew Catalan and James Lofton. The Broncos opened up a 10-and-a-half-point favorite. They're favored by 10 in this game at Empower Field at Mile High. It's going to be a hot day there at kickoff. Temperatures around 90 degrees, 88 degrees at kickoff. The pick is in, and I am taking the Texans. Benny's pick. I'm taking the Texans on this, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I'm going against a, a smoking hot trend on this game. I'm explaining why in a second, but the Broncos are 19-and-3. Straight up and 14 4 and 4 against the spread in home openers since the year 2000. So the theory is that early in the season, opponents are still trying to get in shape. They have problems with the altitude. And we know Denver is kicking themselves after giving away a game in Seattle. It was a very winnable game Monday because of self inflicted wounds with penalties and all that. But I loathe double-digit favorites. I already picked one earlier with the Rams. The Texans do not have the firepower to keep up with Denver, but they do appear to have a little bit of grit, and I do factor that into my handicapping. You, you, don't, you can't have that quit. You need the Denver mistakes to help push Davis Mills along and, and, and for this to be a, a close game. But as long as Houston plays a clean game, meaning no – turnovers or or one turnover and they play well on special teams they can cover the spread 10 points is a lot if you try and over the long term betting double digit dogs has proven to be a very profitable strategy since i've been doing this and gamblers who bet on sports across the land so i'm taking the broncos to win this game 30 to 23 over the texans but the broncos will not cover the spread Yeah, the penny goes with the Texans. All right, so we agree on that game. Next up, Arizona, 0-1 at 
Las Vegas, 0-1. It's on CBS. Greg Gumbel, who hates sports radio, and Adam Archuleta have the call. The Raiders opened up a three-and-a-half-point favorite. They were favored by five-and-a-half in this game. Sunny and 88 degrees at kickoff at Allegiant Stadium. And the, the pick is in the Raiders. I'm going with the Raiders here. Now, this game features a couple of struggling quarterbacks, Kyler Murray and Derek Carr, both in need of slump busters. Carr, his last 11 games, has a losing record, 14 touchdowns, including the playoffs, 13 interceptions, and 11 fumbles. And so uh, last week, uh, he was he was not, not sharp against the Chargers defense. This is Josh McDaniels' home debut as Raiders coach. Uh, he said he was being too aggressive, uh, Carr. So that means you roll it back a little bit if he's being honest with the media. It's a good spot for the Raiders, though. Their defense against Kyler Murray, who's also struggling. Last nine games for the little fella, Kyler Murray, we call him Alligator Arms, nine touchdowns, seven interceptions, eight fumbles, and a passer rating of 88. That is not good. The Cardinals are still without DeAndre Hopkins suspended. Uh, there's several other players who are dinged up, whether they play or not, guys like J.J. Watt, uh, who has a, a calf problem. It is the mash unit in Arizona. This is a tough game to handicap, but I'm giving the lean to the Raiders at home here. And DeAndre Hopkins in that offense will start click a licking here. Raiders 31 and the mash unit of the Cardinals 21 the final. And the penny goes with the Phoenix Alligator and his Cardinals. All right, so the penny disagree disagreement on that game. We move on Sunday night. We're making good time, by the way. I want to let the record show, Danny. I don't want to jinx us here, but we're making good time on Benny versus the Penny. Yeah, you're like Nathaniel Hackett in the fourth quarter. Okay, calm down. So Sunday night football, Chicago, 1-0 at Green Bay, 0-1. It's on NBC with Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth on the call. And this game opened up Packers by 8.5. They have been bet all the way up to 10 at Lambeau Field. Temperatures in the 70s on Sunday night football. And the pick is in. I am taking the Bears. That's right. One of the worst teams in the NFL. I'm taking the Bears for the second consecutive week. Chicago taking advantage of the weather last week. No bad weather this week. Uh, Josh Fields completed eight passes for 204 yards against the 49ers. That obviously is not sustainable on the road. Uh, you don't need me to tell you that. But since... Matt LaFleur took over. The Packers have been a great bet as home favorites. I just think something's off here with Green Bay. They've, they've been able to feast on the Vikings, Lions, and Bears. Aaron Rodgers looked out of sorts last week in Minnesota. We've seen this before, and it's clicked. And, uh, and obviously, this seems like the perfect tonic here playing the Chicago Bears. That said, I got to see Green Bay click before I lay this many points. Anytime, again, you get over a touchdown, a touchdown or more in a divisional game, you throw out the records, you take the points. And so I'm going to do that here, uh, a game that will not be aesthetically pleasing. Packers 24 and the Bears 16, and that is a cover for Chicago. And the penny likes Chicago. All right, so Penny going with Chicago. Next up, we get to the Monday night cards. One of my better plays of the weekend here. Tennessee 0-1 at Buffalo 1-0. It's on 
ESPN, the early television window on Monday night. Steve Levy is back. Louis Riddick and Dan Orlovsky, who was part of that 0-16 Lions team uh, years ago. The Bills opened a a 7.5-point favorite. This line is all the way up to 10. 10! At Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park, New York, with mild weather conditions at kickoff, clear skies, temperatures in the 70s. And the pick is in on this game. I'm taking the Titans. And I'll tell you why. The Titans are coming off a demoralizing loss to the Giants on a missed field goal as the clock ran out. Tennessee, though, 18-6 and six as an underdog against the spread with Mike Vrabel of three or more points. They're 18 and six, 750 winning percentage. They're also eight and two, their last 10 on Monday night football. So they've been a very good play on Monday night. And the Titans have a chance here to flip the script after an embarrassing loss where they were caught looking ahead to Buffalo or they go out in the shadow of Niagara Falls and they win this game. Uh, that's a, that's a big time win. They're back on the map in the NFL. They lose this game. They get blown out. And all of a sudden, it's the Titans are done. They're not going to win anything. And, and Buffalo, I get it. Buffalo's the toast of the NFL. They body slammed the Rams late in that game. And will they be caught smelling themselves, though, in this game? Josh Allen made several mistakes. The Rams were unable to take advantage. Von Miller bailing out Josh Allen with those mistakes. In the Sean McDermott era, the Bills, as home favorites, are only three games over 500. It's not that good. And I like Derrick Henry to eat the clock, tighten the game up, good weather. This game will be a fourth-quarter game. I like getting the 10 points. I am taking the Bills to win the game, but the Titans to cover. Buffalo 31, Tennessee 26, the final. Yeah, the penny says go throw yourself on a table, Ben. Going with the Bills. Taking the Mafia, taking the Bills Mafia. And uh, the last pick. Now, before we get to the last pick, it's very important here because I am going against, even though they're not on the podcast, we've got Rob in Vegas. He wanted me to get rid of the penny and bet against him. We've got Roscoe the Parrot and my man David Corcoran in Florida. He's keeping track of the picks. So we've got Poppy picking with Poppy, who's demanding to be on the podcast. We've got our friend in Fresno who's also like, what about me? So there's a lot of gamblers here that are fans of the show that are like, what about me? What about me? Uh, all right, so let's get to it. Minnesota 1-0, Philadelphia 1-0. It's on ABC. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman back at it again. And the Eagles opened a two-point favorite. This game has stayed the same. Mostly cloudy at the link in Philly and 75 degrees. And the pick is in. I am taking the Vikings in this game, and I'll tell you why. All right, Minnesota is coming off a big-time win over the Packers, and the public seems to think they're going to fall down a little bit here. The, the Vikings, I love their playmakers, though, with Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and Dalvin Cook against what is a suspect Eagle defense. Philly allowed almost 400 yards of offense and 35 points to Detroit last week. The Lions cannot hold a candle to what the Vikings have on offense. And you look at that Philly point total. They scored a bunch of points, but Jalen Hurts was able to do it all on the ground, right? The running game was great. There was very little passing. Uh, Every time they passed, it seemed it went to A.J. Brown, who did have a big day. Uh, But other than that, there was really nothing there. The challenge here is obvious for Minnesota. They've got a better defense. 
Can they slow the birds running game down and force Jalen Hurst to throw? I'm betting they can last week. They did have a couple of hiccups stopping the run against the Packers, but Philly was sloppy. They had 10 penalties in the opener. Uh, This game should be nip and tuck. Even with Kirk Cousins, who's been wobbly in primetime games, I expect him to have a big day against that Philly defense. Vikings 34, Eagles 31 in the upset. And the penny picks. The penny picks the Eagles. Okay, so we disagree on that game, and that is the final game on the card. Good luck as we head into week two in the NFL. Remember, Benny versus the Penny, you, know, you, you should do your own handicapping, but you know, you listen to what we say. If you agree with it, with your own handicapping, that's the way to go. So by my math, unless I miss something here, Danny, I took 11 underdogs and five favorites. So I'm, I'm heavy on the dogs this week, only picked five favorites. I picked my spots with the Rams as a big favorite. The Raiders favored by 10. I've got them as one of my favorites uh, this week. The Cleveland Browns, also a favorite. Uh, so uh, some of the some of the picks I'm going with Rams and uh, mentioned them. And uh, so anyway, th- those are the those are the picks about the Patriots favorite on the road. And we'll get out of here on that. Don't forget, share this podcast with your friends, your enemies. Tell them to subscribe to the Fifth Hour Podcast and. We're going to have a big-time, big-time guest scheduled to join us on the Saturday podcast. I will not – no spoilers. I don't give it away in case uh, the person does not come on here. But Let's just say it's out of this world. It's uh, paranormal, you could say. It's paranormal <laughs> is what it is. Hey, really quick, Ben. I'm sure you heard from Flexus after Bill's beat your Rams. Yes. So does that mean Flexus gets to come on the podcast? Oh, no. Well, Flexus says uh, that he does want to come on the podcast. Giggity, 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 giggity. Wants to do it with you, Danny. So we might have a Danny oh, no. and Flexus podcast. Uh, but, yeah, possibly next week we we might do that. Would, would that set a new record for fewest downloads? <laughs> not great... you. Not you, of course. <laughs> yeah. That's a great question. Flexus, I love you. But I would have to find the world's best voice filter contact t-pain some auto-tune action I don't, I don't know but i i would have to do something i think to dress up that podcast well they can do anything now i watched a documentary on anthony bourdain and they had anthony bourdain talking but he was saying things that he didn't say because he had passed away and they had yeah it was like Pete Rosell and Al Davis in that special, remember? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy what they can do. I guess you're yeah. immortal if they can copy your voice and all that. All right, we'll get out on that. Anything to promote? Not uh, doing the radio stuff until tomorrow, right? Well, I'll actually be filling in on the show right before um, the weekend overnight. I'm going to be in there on the Jason Smith and Mike Harmon show, producing them as a fill-in because your boy Frostberg hardly ever takes any days off, but... Yeah. This this happens to be one day where he's going to be missing. Well, he is an Iron Man. He said what now? Have a great rest of your Friday. Don't forget, Saturday, big time, big name, massive name, one of the top five names we've had on the podcast, a, a Hall of Famer scheduled to pop up on the Saturday podcast, but we'll, we'll talk to you then.
Asta pasta. Bye, Felicia. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.